What is up, guys? How's it going? Um, welcome to podcast number four. Four bitches. Uh, the loud and proud podcast. Because uh, we are loud. We like to play our amps, digital modelers, and sometimes even plugins if you if you sway that way. Uh, super loud, and we're goddamn proud doing it. And none other with me right now is Mr. Matt the Riffmaster himself, the only man who could probably downpick or out-downpick Mr. James Hetfield himself. Matt, how are you doing? Coming for you, boy. Yeah, I'm good, man. Very good. Episode four. I'm excited. This is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah Jazz's second intro to the podcast. I think he did a good job again. Let's give him a, another one of them bitches. <laughs> Hey, and we made it to podcast number four. We number haven't fallen four. out yet. We yeah. still like each other. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Fuck it, mate. It's all good fun. Uh, I got my Bex today. Bex is the drink of choice. I have my uh, St. Michael, as always. Oh, good boy. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. <clears throat> so. So, Jazz. So, go. What are we doing today? Today, we're going to be answering you guys' questions. We both put out... Um, polls on instagram or like the question thing you know where you fill it in um asking you guys to ask us questions anything that you wanted to know about um and also we plugged it in our youtube videos as well so some of you may have left like comments over on matt's um so yeah so we've got we've got your questions right here all uh all four of them um from my end anyway i think matt's got more so that's what we're going to be doing today and uh yeah i've been excited about this one right yes me too i'm excited like something a little different um but cool to get you guys involved so Mm. i've got i mean i've got a bunch we'll try and get through all of them uh if we don't get to your question be rest assured we'll get to it in another 100 percent and a huge shout out to everyone that did sending question you guys are awesome uh can i start this one off jersey boy Go for it. Right, so this one really only, um, well, really only I can answer, really, but it's a cool question. So Millsworld21 says, beard care suggestions, question mark. (laughs) Well, my friend, if you're looking for some fine beard products, you want to check out a company called Beard and Bones. I discovered them when I started to grow this on my face, and Mm. uh, I found their products were amazing. They worked mm. great. They smelled great. Like my t- my beard smell anything from um, sweet rum, tobacco and vanilla, uh, candy floss, bubble gum, uh, tropical fl- scents. Fuck me, watermelon, mm. coconut. So beard and bones. If you're growing a beard, go to beard and bones, and your beard could look as good as this one day. Yeah. Um, or, or or this one right. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Jazz. Do you want to add anything to the beard care one? As a matter of fact, I was going to leave the room for that one. Yes, yes. No women allowed. <laughs> Look, I've tried, and this is just about the extent of what happens. So Look, there we go. Mate, you do you. You're beautiful. Don't worry about it. Um, so Millswell21, beard care suggestions. Thanks, bro. There you go. Do that. Um, I thought I'd get that one out of the way because it's really only based at me because, you know. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> it's funny because, like... Uh, when Matt's walking down the street, people are like, uh, oh, can you, can you give me directions to like, the bus stop? And he goes, yep, that way. 100% this is the beard. beard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go on then, Jazz. You're up. Okay. Uh, my questions from my bunch, obviously my channel, if any of you guys uh, watch my stuff, you know my channel. Um, amongst all the stuff, it kind of has a, a theme. So I've got like... Uh, a couple of bullet my Valentine questions. Um, so the first one I've got here is from Vedran. 
Okay, veteran, you know who we are. We've, we've spoken before. I'm not even going to insult you by trying to pronounce your second name. Veteran Dravicic? Dravivic. Let me know. Let me know. Sorry that was so that fucking veteran, wrong. So we, wrong. We, we, it was, yeah. Um, okay, what is your favorite track from the Poison album? Oh, my God. Uh, so if anybody doesn't know, Bullet for my Valentine's first album, released on my birthday, October the 3rd. Oh, um, it was our plug, so enough. I don't forget your birthday. Uh, no, that was not a plug, <laughs> but I just think it's very strange how these things... And the new album's coming out in October as well. But um, yeah, so they, their first album was called The Poison, and that's kind of like their... Um, I don't know. I, people love them for that album. I guess it, you could say, dare I say, it's their biggest one. Um, so what would my favorite song be? Um, well, somebody asked me the other day, what's your favorite Bullet My Valentine riff? And I was thinking in terms of to play. So I like them all for different reasons, but I would go to The Poison itself just for the metalcore pulley off riff that happens once on the second chorus and right at the end of it. And... That, to me, if somebody goes Bullet My Valentine, that is the sound of Bullet My Valentine. So I'd say The Poison is a strong contender. But other than that, if we're not talking about playability, um, we're just talking about listening to it, I'd probably go for something like... Um, I'd probably go for, like, Her Voice Resides. Because it's got everything. Oh, it's got absolutely everything. There's some fucking monster. And I know it's the first track. It is a monster. And I know it's the first track, and it's like, oh, you haven't listened to the rest of the album, the deep cut? Yeah, I know. Cries in Veins is great. Uh, Cries in Vain is great. To, um, oh, my God. Uh, uh, it, like, uh, Hit the Floor. Um, Room 409, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I love that stuff as well. But I think as a song that's just got it all, I would have to go with Her Voice Resides. Oh, uh, what was the question again? Favorite track from the poison? All right, for me, favorite track from the poison. I'm gonna go with um, uh, again playability for actually playing on guitar. I would probably put four words to choke upon. It's yeah, a fucking absolute beast to play on a guitar with those Monster. with those bends, man. Shit. Ah oh, man. Um, but listening wise, I'd probably go for ten years today. Ten Years Today is such an underrated yeah. song. Yeah, so, so for me, when that album came out, I had just lost a very good friend of mine. Um, mm. Sadly, he decided to... He was fucking done with his place, and he was like, nope, I'm off clocking out, kukunk. And uh, that that song was around at that time, and, and it's a song that I listen to that takes me back to that time, makes me think of him. So favorite one for me, it will be, uh, yeah, Ten Years Today. Great song. Yeah, that's that's a great choice, but that's... That's a really difficult question because, like I said, that that album is so close to my heart. I didn't have, um, as you guys know, we've mentioned this before, I didn't have internet back in the day. So when I first heard Bolt My Valentine on my friend's iPod, I used to beg him because he had the Poison Digipack. It was, it was called back then on his iPod, Nano, whatever it was. And I used to beg and beg and beg him. And the first time I heard the end, Oh man! Because all I all I've been doing was listening to Metallica at that point, and I was into the Metallica ballads, and me being so fresh into it and stuff, and like, like heavy music and stuff, it was like the first time I heard the end, I was like, oh, it's it's, it's their version of one, or oh, like their mate. their ballads, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, or, or their sanitarium, and I just and it was that moment like I knew that clean riffs were going to be a thing for me, a really big thing, like moving yeah. on um from that so like the first time i heard the end and the other reason why i like that album as well is the songs they're just such got such unusual structures and that's part of the fun of it for yeah me. um yeah poison's a great album and like you said the end was just i remember first hearing that oh god it's uh yeah, yeah that's another one that takes me back to a time but uh, we won't go there fuck yeah. that shit 
Uh, cool question, though. <laughs> very good question. I enjoyed that. Yeah, very right. cool. Thank you, Vedran. Thank you very much. Ve- was it Vedran? Vedran, yeah. Vedran da Shuba Haga Hagawaki. Yeah. That, that Close enough. We've, sorry, Vedran. Right. Um, my my qu- next question is from Gabriel.ds03. And he asks, what was the hardest song you've learned? Uh, oh, right. Uh, so so I remember I did a video on this. I think the hardest thing I learned to play, um, it was Nothing Else Matters. That intro, you know, of all the pulley-offs, the hammer-ons, the other bits and the bits and the bits. And that's just one thing I always struggled with when I was first playing guitar. And I'd probably stick that as, as the hardest thing that I've 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 had to learn, and Jazz looks like he's having a little bit of distress at the minute, not being able to find his bottle yeah, opener. He's lost. <laughs> <Here it is. laughs> I have been I have been listening to you. Nothing else matters. Yeah, Go um, on. but yeah, for, for me that stuff. really kicked my ass back in the day. And I'd probably like I mean, there's been riffs here and there throughout the years that have been difficult, and I still find stuff difficult now. But I'm gonna stick with that one because it was where it really all started for me. And just that yeah. intro really reminds me. I, every time I think of it, I think of the pain and the turmoil I went through, the repetitiveness of just trying to get yeah. it, getting frustrated. Yeah. And I think as a guitar player, learning something difficult, that's fun. Getting mm-hmm. frustrated where you're fucking swearing, you're punching, your mum walks <laughs> in and you're like, fuck off, bitch. Like, that's all <laughs> part of the fun of a guitar player. I just want to touch on quickly, all the yeah. people that ask, what do you do when you're struggling to learn stuff? get frustrated get angry and put all of that yeah. into learning then you can become as yeah. good as you know some people yeah and i'll take that a step further as well because i've asked people ask me how i like learn songs as well and usually this is the way i work i'm i think i'm a little bit unique with this what i'll do the first thing i'll do is i'll um when i'm looking into it um i'll play along to the song and just kind of guess what's going on and just try and get a feel for it and completely butcher the whole thing um but when i'm learning stuff like especially with the solos i'll spend a day on it and then i'll walk away from it and usually if i leave a day and don't even think about it and come back yeah then it it starts everything like sinks in a bit yeah that's that's the same with me when i learn stuff as difficult as it's gonna be i'll listen to it i'll get like certain parts fill in the gaps but always having time away from it and you come back to it with some fresh ears some fresh eyes it does it does work wonders um but jazz what was the hardest riff you've had to learn i'm just going to ask you one question before um before before i do mine okay so that's nothing else matters but what's the most difficult heavy one you've done the most difficult heavy one um I, t- I, t- I don't know actually I mean a lot of them have, have they all obviously they all start difficult sometimes but I think what really pops into my head is that uh that chorus to Atlas Rise down 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 not not because of like the riff of it it wasn't that difficult but it was the structure and like which note you would go to and I remember I kept fucking it up over and over again and that one really I yeah. sat up till like three in the morning trying to get it and it, I just couldn't and but, but I just pushed through and you know I was stressed and I drank a lot and and then I put out a fucking sick cover that sounded good that song is a track oh, anyway I've not even uh attempted and much of the hard hardwired stuff actually i mean some of them i can do but that one is just like yeah no that's a rhythm guitar solo yeah that yeah. One. yeah yeah 
hundred percent. But yeah, that that <laughs> uh, chorus riff to that heavy wise that really kicked my ass because I just kept going to the wrong fucking note. So it'd be like down, da da down, da da down, down, da da down, da da. It's like I knew where I was going, but I never fucking went there, and I'm just like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know. Okay, so for me, the uh, the hardest it was the hardest song or hardest riff. Hardest, hardest, hard, hardest. Uh, what's the hardest song you've learned? You've learned all of them. All of them. <laughs> I will not lie to you, and and this is um this is no secret, right? Playing heavy music does not come naturally to me. Like I I've I've had to work for this. It's my favorite thing, obviously, musically. But guitar-wise, certain stuff comes natural, but like there's certain aspects of playing heavy music. For instance, galloping. That, yeah, is is so tricky for me. So anything, yep, anything that's horseback is a challenge for me. Um, <laughs> and I have to really work at it. Uh, so He's a pro um, bareback. <laughs> so hard, hardest. <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend it. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, go on. So, uh, hardest one. What springs to mind? Oh my god, I'd have to go through my covers list. Um, I f- well, there are songs that um I haven't covered yet that I still fight with to this this day. Battery, number one. Uh, just the riff. It's not so much the galloping on that one. It's um it's the timing and the drums. It just fucks with my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it just read it. And I spent, uh, many mornings when my routine would be get up, go play battery at like half speed, 75% speed, 75% speed. Um, so, but, but that's not one I've learned in terms of like covers. What's the hardest ones I've had to learn? Oh, um, getting the Lords of summer riff tight. Oh yeah. Comes mate, to mind. 100%. That riff is fucking difficult to get. That, and when I put that out and I sat back and I watched that back, I was like, there's no way have I just done that. I just I just got up one day and I was like, because, you know, with covers, they float around, don't they? They float around and you want to get to them and you want to get to them. Like I've had Sanitarium floating around forever, but it's got four fucking guitar solos in it. The rhythm is tight as ass, right? It's it's just one of them that whenever I've sat down to do it, just something's gone wrong. So these, these covers, they float around in Lords of Summer. I've always wanted to do it. It's like one of my favorite Metallica songs. And so that would probably go down. Just getting that riff. Yeah. Tight. Mate, first time I heard that Lords of Summer riff, down, dig, down, 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 dig, down, dig, down. To get yeah. the precision of, you know, that, that, uh, yeah, no, it's just a bitch. It's string skipping. Yeah, man. It's string. Yeah. It's, 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 if, if the string was next door, if you would like to, if it was a power chord riff, which would sound bloody awful, yeah. by the way. But, you know, if you were just doing like an F-sharp power chord and just hitting the fifth, it would yeah. no problem. Because you're having to jump over and do like the Jimmy Page um, Top of the Pops fucking song, whatever it was down, called. Yeah, that's not even the Top of the Pops one. That was a whole lot of love. Anyways, I digress. Um, and then another one, just to add in, uh, that I really struggled with. That I, I even I watched your video and played along to it so many fucking times. Was the middle riff in "Worthless" yeah. from Venom by by Valentine? I remember messaging you in just pure angst, yeah. just like, "I'm gonna give him an earlobe." Just, just just out of how like angry I am right now. You would probably just stood in work just like fucking hell he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> this boy got problems. 
But yeah, that 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 definitely. And then that that is a strange riff. And then lastly, in terms of the most recent strong I've really battled with, I would say Parasite because that thing is That's a monster. That you bought my Valentine yeah. song. That is, uh, but I was that was only difficult because I was rushing to get it out because yeah. I wanted to be the first or amongst the first. Um, so there we go. So yeah, but there's no what there's no one answer. There. Yeah, there's loads, you know, and there'll always be like new ones. But yeah, good one, Lord of Summer. That yeah, yeah. That's I that, I used to play that when it felt when the garage version came out. Oh, just yeah. always kick my ass but I'd stand there and I would just play it religiously like hundreds and hundreds of times over and over until I got it not played it for a long time though but uh, the only way I got that riff was I did the whole thing of slowing it down yeah, yeah. and the only way I got it was just by one day going right fuck it I'm gonna go for it and I just did yeah, it yeah yeah I thought don't think about it just hit record <laughs> 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 do you know what sometimes that's actually the best there's been times where i've been playing and, and gone to record something and without really practicing it i'm just like no fuck it let's just go balls to the walls one take and sometimes that's when yeah. the best take happens but you know oh, it yeah. can always go terribly wrong so yeah huge shout out gabriel ds03 for your question man fist me kapushk um, and let's move on to, to Jazz's next one. Okay, this next question comes off of a guy who has a very special place in my heart because he's been there since the uh, sort of very beginning of my channel, actually. And uh, he's a follower of yours as well, Matt. He's a, hu he's a huge supporter of all the guys who like, you know, like the YouTube channels and the guys who do what they do. Um, Mr. Callum Doran. Oh, Callum, yeah. I love you, bro. Absolute legend. Love we that guy. Fucking love Callum. Yeah. Um, and he asks, "What is your dream head and cap?" Oh. So I'm gonna throw that out to you first. All right. So my dream head and dream cap. All right. I got two answers for this. Okay. So right now, I kind of got it. I got my Black yeah. Star Series One. I got my two by twelve Black Star Series One cabinet for me. Done. But above that, it would have to be the future Matt the Riffmaster signature Black Star head, which I'm going to oh. fucking make that happen, okay? Um, <clears throat> I've already, I, I've literally planned out the Matt the Riffmaster signature amp, the amp head, of, of yes. how it's going to be, how it's going to be set out, how it's going to look, and it's going to be a chug machine. So watch this space in the near future because I'm going to make that happen. But for me, mate, that's it. It's literally nothing... I've got it, you know, Black Star for me. There you yeah, go. Short that's, um, that's, I was going to say, he's, he's already got his. <laughs> you know? um, okay, this is a difficult one for me because I am from a realm that's different. <laughs> like, yes. I, use a, I, I use a camper and as of late, and before that has been plugins. Um, but damn good ones, Bias Effects. Please, guys, bias. If you're watching this or you hear about this, just let me do something for you. I've been using. I've I've got you so much business. Everybody who asks me how I do what I do, yeah, I say go buy bias effects, and they fucking buy it. So let's do something together. I would love to do that. And then so they anyway. come to my channel. Um, I'm like, no, buy a black star, and they're like, oh, yeah, fuck. yeah, buy a black star, so it fucks <laughs> it over. Um, but yeah, so positive grid. If you're watching this, let's hook up. Let's do something. Um, you know, just to sum it up quickly, Jazz, I'll actually add on to that. I, I'm not a fan of these plugins and shit. Like it's just, it's just not for me. Maybe one day when I can't make so much noise, but yeah. I've never really been a fan because I like to feel the fucking amp. You know, yeah. jiggle my little nutsack. 
but your shit you do it's good i watch your lesson videos right while i'm laying in bed i've got my kleenex and my hand my lube and um yeah. just the tone you've got man it brings me joy you know it takes me right to the finish line you know <laughs> i appreciate you saying anyway, that, continue you know? those those <laughs> lessons those lesson videos are meant to be enjoyed on 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 many levels i guess you could say yeah so, i don't you know. give a fuck about learning the song i just want to <laughs> <laughs> didn't learn nothing just had a good time <laughs> um, so so but anyways um yeah so bias effects the reason why i stumbled across that is when covid hit and i restarted everything and just uh, make a youtube channel need to set a studio up because i lost my job blah 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 blah. it's like i need something that gets me good tone fast and i ain't got the room or or, or money for a head and a cab and i don't need it because i don't play in a band um and like neighbors and shit like that don't need it so bias effects was just absolutely perfect solution but that's good and i still use bias effects um I, and i will still continue to use bias effects because the tone i have on that is monstrous and i absolutely love that that's a uh, that's a randall satan head i believe um but the camper has solved a lot of other issues for me that we'll get into another time so in terms of like dream heads and cabs like well i've kind of <laughs> i've kind of got it oh mate i know where your mind went then <laughs> Yep, no, sorry, sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, What's your dream head, Jazz? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> you want to go this way? Hey, maybe not yet, I'm only two beers in. <laughs> two beers in. Um, uh, anything, yeah, so like in terms of like me sat here, anything that I kind of want, generally there's a profile for it. The classic thing for me would be to be, say, like a 6505. Yeah, uh, PV cab because that is the metalcore sound, but that is not a uh, a versatile amplifier at all. It'll it'll do you the best uh, rhythm and lead guitar tone, but when it comes to cleans, you're gonna be lacking. That's why people use like the Roland and stuff like that. So my dream head would actually be. <laughs> He's going. He's going. Yes. My, yes. My dream amplifier Good boy. would be probably one of those Freedmans that Jim Root's rocking oh, right now. Oh, good shout, good shout. And I'm pretty sure Jerry Cantrell uses those as well. Yep. And they are just monstrous for tone, and they are something that I would absolutely... Put it this way, to get Jim Root off of Orange Rocker Verbs, oh, yeah. it's going to be, it's, it's gonna be yeah, good, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd agree yeah. with that. I, I would just love to play with a with a Friedman. So it would either be that or a Bogner Shiva, which uh, I know that Jerry Cantrell uses as well. And I'm a huge fan of all like the tones on like Black Gives Way to Blue, Devil Put Dinosaurs here, those albums, right? And Rainy of Fog, and I know he uses the Bogner Shiva. So maybe between those two, because I've kind of got my 6505 and, you know, a Marshall 800. It's all sat in the camper. But like as far as like an expensive, expensive head, you know, I'd love to take one of those Bogner Shivas or maybe a Friedman for a run. And as far as the cab goes, I don't know. Can't can't, can't go wrong with something with um, like Celestians. Celestials? Celestians? Celestians. Celestians. Yeah. Celestian speakers in it. Um, so, yeah, it'd probably be something along the loads of uh, along the lines of that that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but believe it or not, I'm not the biggest gearhead. 
Um, right, so yeah. I like simplicity and I like to be able, I know that thing sat right next to me is quite fancy and stuff like that, but you can get it to a point where you can just plug in and go. And that's what I like. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with Jazz. I mean, I will just say if you're looking for a versatile 100 watt amp, the Series 1 does everything. Mm. you got overdrive one, overdrive two, crunch, super crunch, yeah. clean, warm, clean, bright. Uh, it takes you any, yeah. does, I mean, seri- the Series 1 is a high gain amp. It's fucking, it's yeah. a beast, but the cleans on it are Take fucking beautiful. Off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like you said, simplicity for me, you guys know it's literally, I, I've got a guitar, I've got a lead and it goes into my amp and that's it. Like, yeah, it don't get more simple than that. The only other, the only issue is, is that there's a volume. I just wish there was no volume just on loud all the time. Yeah. But yeah, there is, there is one that I would like to try though. Right. Which is uh, the Laney Tony Iommi. He had, a, yeah. he had a signature head at one point, I think. Or maybe it was the Iron Hearts. And I would just like to at least just try that just to play Children of the Grave oh, through mate. it and hear what that sounds like. Because it'll rip your face 100%, off. Yeah. Um, that's a cool question. Though. I like that. I mean, mine was yeah, pretty yeah. straightforward. But, you know, it's... But the Matt the Riffmaster signature black stuff will be coming out very soon. Hopefully, yeah. one day. Um, right, I got a cool question next. <laughs> Fuck. This is from Swinglehurst Guitar. Wait, who gave you that question? Callum. Love you, Callum. That was Callum Doran. Big love, Callum. Thank you so much for all your support. You fucking rock. Yes. Um, right, next question is from Swinglehurst Guitars. Now, John Swinglehurst is a beautiful man. He makes some amazing guitars, all handmade, natural finishes. They're fucking beautiful. Check him out on Instagram. Um, him and his business were reason why I got to go to Bloodstock Festival 2017 backstage with all the people, where me and Alex Skolnick from Testament were the only two people to walk away with a free Black Star amp. Okay? So, Swinglehurst Guitars has asked, Jazz, are you ready for this? Because this is like, this is going to be the time. I think this could just end the whole fucking podcast, all right? (laughs) Okay. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Uh, right. Now... You want to you go first? See, I, I've had these questions my whole life, right? Um, for example, who would win, the sun or a hundred pissing lions? <laughs> if you've ever been to the zoo and see a lion take a piss, you know that's like a fucking jet wash, okay? Um, so- <laughs> Put the carter away. No need. <laughs> so um, I would probably rather fight... I'd probably go for a horse-sized duck just for some excitement because, yeah. I mean, a hundred duck-sized horses, like, I could just fucking sit on them and that's it, really. You know, so yeah. probably just a massive horse-sized duck. I keep getting scared I'm going to say dick. But a horse-sized... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'd like oh, that. <laughs> no, a horse-sized duck, you know. I mean, imagine it just fucking jabbing and doing the Muhammad Ali quick shift around it, you know, and he's all fucking like, quack, quack, bitch. What about you, Jazz? What, how, what, how, you, uh, how brave you Well, I, 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 I hate horses. So, um, but we're not going to go into that. Poor uh, horses. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of dogs or horses. There you oh, go. So, boom. <laughs> um, or, or animals. I hate really. everything that has um, life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just go live on the moon right. where it's cold and dead. I mean, we'll probably get some pretty good Wi-Fi up there, so we can still do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you we know. go. Uh, but a year, we'd have to time yeah. it. 
<laughs> you'd get it. You'd send it like a year ahead of you. <laughs> it's been 85 years. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking hell. It'll be like... Um, um, I've literally forgotten what I was going to say, but it was going to be really funny. So, cut. Shit. Yeah. But no. Yeah, go on. Go on. Uh, I would go the same as you because hopefully a great big duck. I like ducks, I guess. You know, they swim around the back in the river at the back of mine. And I guess I'd, I'd be hoping that the duck was like just this big cuddly thing and we can have cuddles and loves instead of, you know, fight. Put our differences aside. And So you you're, know, t- you're telling me that you would want to make love and have fun with a horse-sized duck. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't want to make love to it. Are you sure? I'm quite sure. I just think it would be nice to have... It would be, like, warm well, and furry. Just right, to... but, but what if picture the scene one night, you're just sitting there having some loaves of bread together. You're having a, you're having a drink, he's having some pond water. <laughs> loaves of bread together. Like, like, what happens if, you know... You're just having that romantic. The stars are aligned. It's beautiful out, and one he's like, Wack. and you're like, yeah. oh yeah. And then Barry White yeah. starts playing, and then there's loads of like, yeah. Then there's like loads of horse-sized <laughs> duck jazzes running around. No, I, I'm, I'm. Well, that'd be good, and then conquer, conquer the world. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, no, anything to do with horses, I'm out. So I'm going for the duck. Okay. Good boy, good boy. Cool question, John Swinglehurst. Uh, go check out Swinglehurst Guitars on Instagram. He, uh, he makes some fucking cool guitars. It's just him and his hands. Jazz is destroying the fucking place. Um, yeah, so yeah, cool. Right, moving on. Jazz, give it to us. This is another guy who is near and dear to my heart, Mr. Louis Marsh, who I taught uh, for many years uh, guitar until, until he... You know, I taught him <laughs> guitar for many years until he turned around and said, mate, because he came to me when he was young, um, but like, it was like, I don't know. He was just going along with his lessons and just sort of like, uh, you know, just sort of going along with it. And then like, I don't know, like four years into it, I showed him like a, a bass guitar thing. Cause I used to teach bass as well. Not very good at it. And he was just like, that's what I've wanted to play all along. I said, what? <laughs> I said, why have I been teaching you guitar then? He was just like, I don't know. You got the, my mom got me an electric guitar, but I wanted a bass. And then the next thing. Um, he starts listening to the Black Album. He starts listening to Load, getting into Jason Newstead, and he's so yeah. So Louis, um, Louis and I, we've had a we've had a cool cool trip together, and we still speak to this day. And he tunes in on my live streams and watches the videos and stuff. And we were at Metallica together. We didn't see each other, but we were there in the same vicinity in the Golden Circle. Um, so <laughs> Metallica question, he says. Okay. Louis says, okay. "What would be?" Now I've been thinking about this one for about a week now, okay. and I've got it. Metallica question: What would you be? Uh, what would be you guys' favorite era, and least favorite era, and why? Now, I've got mine. Okay. For favorite and least. All right, go on. You you do that, and I'm I'm gonna think about mine because that's a tricky one. <clears throat> it is a hard one, and I've I've just had to think, just be decisive because like. I don't know, like the load era just interested me in terms of like the music they were making and they were pumping out. But we're talking about like live shows, image, sound. Favorite era, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. God damn. Uh, yeah. Pissed off as hell. Yeah. Their their beloved bass player, Cliff Burton, God bless. Um, you know pissed as hell and it fucking showed in the live shows oh, yeah. and you know we've talked about seattle 1989 before and 
then for Barbara to to take that and capture that on a record, that live energy, but I'm not saying it's the Black Album era. No, it's that 1989 period where, I don't know, Hetfield started filling out. Yeah, he wasn't like that that sort of like lanky boyish guy anymore. Yeah. Like he had the handlebars going, yeah, and he started filling out and his, his voice had this rasp, come crawling faster. Yeah, all that. <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, and then that white explorer just down by his fucking knees, just hands down, <clears throat> favorite era. Yeah, yeah. Least favorite era, but musically, that's, I don't know, that's, uh, I, you all going to hate me, but I really, the load era just fascinates me because I'd have liked to have been present during those writing sessions and the most secretive things that you don't get a look in at. And I would love to have seen how they composed Fixer, how they composed Outlaw Torn. How do you, how do you compose? How do you take a riff like Ronnie and make it what it was? Yeah. And then how, how do you come in with some like open chords like Low Man's Lyric and end up with a hurdy gurdy on it? Yeah. Hurdy gurdy. Just, it, it just, it just fascinates me. Um, but no, a definitive era, 1989. Um, least favorite. There was a period <laughs> between S&M and the monster movie where Metallica were just in a very shit place and you could see that. Any gig after that, you can just see that that's when things started taking a turn. And you could, you could almost just, I don't know, Jason just doesn't look like, like he's... I don't know. I, I just can't explain it. It's just that period in between the monster movie and sort of like the beginning of it and post S&M. Sort of around like 1999 to 2000, maybe 1998. Well, I, th- I think there was a lot of tension with Jason and his other project yeah. he was doing, which yeah, by the way exactly, was fucking exactly. shit. Um, I think there was a lot of tension there and that showed like on stage and in the shows. Um, yeah. It was like Jason was here, the rest of the guys were over here. You know? Yeah, yeah, that. And that's why it's my least favorite because it just felt like, and you could see Hep was on, on his trip, you know, you could you could see that, you know. And bear in mind, this is like my favorite man in the universe, apart from Matt, of course. Of course, I was going to um, say, whoa, boy. <laughs> Have you seen uh, this beard? <laughs> get off. <laughs> um, yeah, there was just that, there was just this buffer period in between the monster movie and everything just kind of like, in between then anything you see in the live shows and stuff it i don't know but it's always actually fascinated me to to wonder if jason had stayed what would the next record have sounded like yeah yeah no man uh, to be honest it's one of those things i can't even think of like because i don't would know would they have tuned down because <clears throat> minus human was the last track they did and that yeah. was down in in c sharp right yeah well so would they have followed suit I don't think so. I don't... No, no. I think with Metallica, low tunings, it's like a one-off now and then. Yeah. You know, they don't do a whole bunch in, in a lower tuning. But yeah. I think for me, <clears throat> like, era that I'd love to have been around with, there's two, there's two. So it's probably like, you know, what you said, 1989. It was just aggressive. It was, it was free living. It was just fucking balls to the walls. Get sweaty, get fucked up listen to some heavy fucking music. I'd also love to have been at some of like the first shows, you know, right up against yeah. the stage, you know. Yeah. Um, least favorite era for me, this is easy, and that would be now, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm a bit sad to be alive. No. Uh, but, <laughs> but as far as now goes, with the Metallica boys, it's, I'm, not, I'm not too <clears throat> excited. 
but you know that's just me but i love metallica i always have always will that's why i want people to understand i'll always love metallica i just don't always love the things that they do i'm hoping yeah. with the new album they're going to bring it back and they're going to have me in mind and they'll be like oh well, look we got to make this guy yeah, matt you know, would like this shit. yeah so hopefully it's all going to be good and if we just go six five three open on every song matt's going to dig it there you go there you go let's go with that but yeah so so yeah least favorite would be would be now i'm really not digging the stuff at the minute but see what happens <clears throat> but cool question yeah but though. you did like hardwired i i did i did i liked hard it's not my fa- it's it's not my favorite i prefer it to death magnetic i liked hardwired but i don't like now yeah after Hardwired, the tour... Well, no, the, as the tour went on for Hardwired and then it kind of went into something else and and yeah, now it's yeah. like... Yeah, so... I th- I think that show left a bit of taste in your mouth. It did, I think. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I'm looking forward to the new album, seeing what the boys do. If it's shit, it's shit. And if it's good, then it's good. And we're all good. But I like that question. Huge shout out to... Was it Lewis? Louis. Louis, Louis Marsh. Louis. I'm going to call you Lewis, though. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he plays bass and he plays well and even looks a little bit like Jason Newstead. Oh, that so. guy. Yeah, that guy. Good boy. <clears throat> cool question, man. Cool question. Right, moving on. I have another question here. This is from uh, one of my followers. The guy's awesome. He's always there commenting, being sexy and sassle. Sassy? Sassy. Sexy and sassle. Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> Bold yet provocative, <laughs> supple yet sassy. Um, and that is the, the almighty Owen Moody. Owen Moody, I love you, guy. Don't ever change. Um, and he says, any regrets in regards to trading, selling a favorite or very liked bit of gear? If so, what gear was it? Oh. Uh, <clears throat> so I've, I've got a few here. I've been through a lot of guitars. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've come and gone. As you know, I've sold my snake bites. They went, I love the snake bites. Um, but there is one guitar. I, I, I'd like to have the white snake bite back if, if it yeah. came up and, uh, you know, then cool. But I'd probably say I used to have, um, an LTD V 50. I remember that the white pointy one. white flying V man. And do you know what? Yeah. For a fucking like an affordable guitar, that thing sounded amazing. Like I did a yeah. few covers with that. Can you do through life on that? I did do some of the guitar parts with through life, yeah, yeah, um, and it sounded so good. Uh, but sadly, I sold it. Uh, but mate, if I had it now, I'd stick some EMGs in it. But even the stock pickups that were in it sounded fucking chug. Yeah. So yeah. I'd probably that'd probably be my one that I regret because if I could have that back now, that'd be so sick because it just looked cool and I think I got into my flying V's a lot more. Yeah. And it just sat well on me, you know, it just sat well. But yeah, so the LTD V50, if you know what it is, you know what it is. If you don't, Google it. And uh, yeah, what about you, Jazz? Sore st- topic. Okay. Um, I, uh, uh, well, um, it's a shame because nobody's uh, rocking those those LTDVs at the minute, apart from Patch. But yeah. he's not like uh, he's not on the website anymore. Isn't like a Dorsey and Dorsey of ESP. Right. Um, so it's like that shape is actually technically for the taking because no artists are using it. I'll take it. Um, so there we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember that V. I like that. Um, I think I had the uh, the EX version of it. 
Okay. Back in the day, the black one. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I really did not like that shape in the well, end. Well, it's just not. A... <clears throat> that one that I had, my brother actually bought it because my brother wanted oh, to start right. learning to play guitar. Um, for okay. those of you that know my my brown uh, SG, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. The brown yeah. SG, he bought that, um, started to play. He learned a bit, didn't really get into it as much. So then I had it. And then he bought the, the V50, got into it a bit more, couldn't, and then I got it again. So shout out to you again, Dan, taking me to all these gigs, <laughs> giving me all these guitars. But yeah. Legend. Um, yeah, we cool. all need a brother like Dan. <laughs> uh, hey, check this out. Just as a side note, by the way, I, my, uh, I took on a student this week. My day job is a guitar teacher. And um, it's like the mom was on the phone and she was like, yeah, yeah, she's really excited about learning to play and she's going to use her dad's guitar. Okay, brilliant. She comes on with an SG loaded with the MG pickups. Uh, And and bear in mind, I'm used to just people having those like lutes with a baseball bat neck and stuff for their first guitar and stuff. But there she is with like this bright red SG with the MGs. I was just like... Right, we're going to get on there. <laughs> Someone's got a <laughs> cool like, dad. Oh, so do you like Oasis? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, she loves the heavy metal, you know. Um, okay, so gear I regret regret getting rid of. Um, I have not really gotten rid of a whole lot of gear unless I've meant to get rid of it, like on purpose and been glad to get rid of. I guess the Day Mustaine V that I had, the Dean, the VMNT, absolutely incredible guitar. Those live wire pickups were it was just brilliant. The guitar was just incredible. It was just one of the best looking Vs on the market. And I'm very picky when it comes to guitar and guitars. It's one of the best looking flying Vs out there, especially the black one. I sold that to get the Matt Tuck uh, BC Rich, which I did not regret because that might as well be my signature guitar at this ooh, point. Ooh, Granger uh, guitars, Granger <laughs> guitars. Keep, keep your inbox yeah. open, yeah? Granger, keep your inbox open, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I sold to get that, which I don't regret. But there is one piece of gear that I do regret getting rid of. And that is there was this, there was this, this, this strange period in my life when. Um, that's right. I started. I I wanted to get like the perfect heavy metal tone, right? And I knew I wasn't going to get it from my current amp, but that amp that I had was a carving. Right, okay. I bought that through and through and through somebody, um, like contacts and stuff. There was a session musician in London who was moving to Australia, and he had this carving 112 combo, hot rodded up to the yin yang, monster amp, tear your face off, and lovely clean tone as well. Um, and that used to be owned by Mr. Steve Vai. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And because he was moving to Australia and he needed to get rid of all his stuff. He sold it me cheap, like 500 quid. So I bought it, and I had many good years out of it. I put my Vox Tone Lab in front of it and all that sort of stuff. Like, it was with me for a very long time. Uh, And then, for some reason, at one point in my life when, I don't know, we all get lost sometimes. We we all need money for heroin at one point in our Uh, life. (laughs) (laughs) I sold it to one of my students for 200 quid. Oh, jazz. I don't know why. And that was like a piece of Steve Vai history, and I sold it. <laughs> but what did you? What? Oh, mate! I would do anything to have that back, just to have it. I bet, I bet that guy's watching now, and he's just like, hmm, anything, huh? 
You'll do anything, have boy. <laughs> oh no, it, it's it was it was uh, her name was um, I won't name names or anything, but I, I was teaching her, but I, I don't even think she stuck with guitar. On oh the shit! End. So God knows, so God knows where it where it is now. One day, I bet. <laughs> one day that'll come back to you. I'd I'd like to hope there so. There you go. There you go. But no, yeah, that's yeah. that's a good one. That's a. And then I'll profile it and then get rid yeah. of it. <laughs> and then sell it for another couple hundred quid. <laughs> I've sucked its soul out. No, I don't need it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. So there you go. That would be mine. Damn, damn, damn. Cool question, though. I like that. Owen Moody. Love you, guy. Like I said, don't change. You've got to be following Jazz, surely, on Instagram. If you're not, go do it now. Go do it now, guy. Go do it now. And follow him on, uh, uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel. He's got a YouTube channel, did you know? Most important. He plays guitar. Yeah. He does, he does. As a matter of fact, he's got a, a live show coming But wait, up wait, 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 wait. Isn't that live show this Saturday? Not tomorrow. Oh, next Saturday. Not today. Next oh, Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah, go plug it. Listen up, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Fucking hell. When is it? Uh, hold on. Fourth. Fourth. So on 4th of September, I just hit the 500 subscriber mark. 4th of September, I'm doing a live show. Anybody who's uh, my bunch who've been following me on YouTube, watching my streams and stuff, banging my head against the wall, trying to get the camper to work with YouTube and then get the sound right and then latency issues with playing songs and stuff, you know exactly what I've been going through. Issues have been solved. I believe it's working now. And I'm going to do a live show. I just thought, you know, I wanted to play along to songs for everybody, you know, to have rather than just do covers, just to give like the live sort of feel. But I thought, you know what? Why don't I do like a, an online gig, as it were? So next Saturday, uh, so by the time you guys are hearing this, it'll be this Saturday coming, which will be the 4th of September, 4 p.m. UK time. I believe that lands the guys in the States around 11 a.m., um so yeah uh tune in it's going to be a good one I've, I've got like a intro tapes that i've made for some of the songs and everything it's it's not just me like sat down with my guitar like i'm going to be stood up um and the whole thing's just gonna like uh roll and then one song is going to go into the next so it's like a gig so if you're not able to get to gigs because of covid and stuff and you want to see some both my valentine tracks because that's what it is i'm playing 10 bullet songs if you want to see some both my valentine songs played back to back Come and hang out, 4th of September, 4 p.m. UK. I'll be there, drinking, so get your beers in, and we'll all fucking rock out yeah, together and let, have a good let's one. Let's go for I'm it. Looking forward to it, man. That'll be good. Yeah. Congratulations on 500 subs, dude. Thank you. Well, you played a massive role in making that happen, hey, so thank you. We live to share. We live to <laughs> share. I've got a special video coming out soon for my 30,000 subscriber special. Um, it's one I've had in mind for a long time. I'm hopefully going to be filming it this weekend probably something like that um it's quite a special one give you a little bit of an insight and it's uh so yeah thirty thousand subscribers all of you guys jazz you beautiful man thirty thousand subscribers people that followed <laughs> me thank you for your support and all that shit uh we're gonna have a good yeah. time and rock out and get fucking super gay jazz yeah. you're up bro questions okay so uh I don't know how to how to read into this one. D Strong forty nine. We've spoke a few times, and you like what I do. It, it seems so. Thank you so much for your support, man. I really appreciate it. Um, he asks how how uh, 
How have you made the bolt of my Valentine sound? Okay. Quite honestly, I haven't. Um, uh, for my covers, it's uh, the, the one tone that I use, which is a Randall Satan, all of England, right? With a tube screamer in the front of it. Okay. That has got me so many covers, you would not believe it. It just sits in the mix so well. Just to cut you in, I've done poison stuff with that. Okay. I've done like uh, Slipknot stuff with that. And I've even done like Kill 'em All era Metallica stuff with that, like Four Horsemen. And it's fucking worked. And if you know what the tone's like on that album, it's it, so when you're layering guitars on top, it, it's got to sit in the mix, right? Um, and it just works. I, I can't explain it. The only album that that guitar, uh, guitar tone on Bias Effects doesn't work with is um, Scream Aim Fire. It, they're just not that album. The guitar tone on that album is not a heavy bed, mate, when it comes to like trying to get tones to sit with it. So I literally had to make my own tone for that. So I just did my research. I believe it was a 6505 going into a uh, into like a Mesa cab. And I just had to play around with the EQ until I got something that would sit with it. Now, listen up, guys. My covers are recorded just like they would track the album. I've got two guitars, left pan left and one pan right, okay? Usually on an album, those guitar tones are not as high gain as you think they are. So if it sounds like this monster tone that's just saturated in gain, it's really not. Now I put the screaming fire tone up on the tone cloud because people kept asking me about it. I put it up there and I said to them, guys, trust me, you're going to download that. Bear in mind, this is set for my guitars the way I play. Yeah, and my setup here. But you're going to play that and you're going to think it doesn't sound anything like Screaming Fire. It's the way I've recorded it. Yeah, guitars pan left and right. That makes for more sound, yeah? So chances are there's not enough gain on that amp if you're just hoping to, like, sit in your bedroom and play. Yeah. So it's 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 not just, you know, here's the tone and it works. Like, I had to fight to get that thing. And strangely enough, over the Screaming Fire stuff, it sounds absolutely perfect. But on its own, it sounds like shit, and I would never, ever use that tone in any other situation. <laughs> it, just ser- it just serves the purpose for those covers. I, mean, I, think, I think you're right in what you're saying. Like, what, what you hear recorded is not what is coming out of, of the amp, you know? Yeah. I've, I've always been, I've always mentioned that. Like, people ask me, like, oh, how'd you get that tone? How'd you get that tone? It's like, well, I recorded it, and then I did a bunch of post-EQ to make it sit and yeah. make it fit and add some bits in here and there it's a lot that goes into it and i mean my like i i obviously just use my my series one uh whatever guitar i'm using it's got emgs in it plug it in no pedals no overdrives no fancy bullshit and i'll record the tracks i'll either do left right or i'll do left right one in the middle and then it's just down to a lot of post when it comes to these sort of things um, so it's always going to sound different. So like what you said, when you uploaded it, it's like, oh shit, well, this is nothing like what I heard. That's just the way of recording shit. It's it's always going to sound different, you know, always. Yeah. <clears throat> the the best way I can explain it is, you know, because like in Matt's case, he's he's making up a cab, right? So like that microphone is, is like right next to the cab or however far away he wants to put it. The only way I can explain it is if, if I spoke to you like this from here, you'll get my voice like this. But if I spoke to you like this, this sounds absolutely terrible right now. It sounds absolutely completely different. Yeah. Yeah? 
So it's kind of like, so sometimes what you'll do is you'll dial in an amp tone at home and you'll be sat away from the amp. And you're like, oh yeah, fucking hell, this is great. Then you'll go and mic it up and you'll be like, whoa, swarm of bees distortion. It's like probably because you've got too much gain on it because yeah. you're close micing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 a lot of it's a lot to learn with mic placement, yeah. uh, adjusting your settings too a lot of the time because what you're hearing from the amp isn't what's what you're gonna hear what's being picked up because you could have your amp set to whatever it is but then the mic wherever you place it it's gonna have less mids less low less highs that you typically have to then put in post EQ um, and it's just it's just a bunch of, of of work to make it sound and make it sound good and make it fit. Layering yeah. your guitars as well, making them tight butthole. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a process. So always bear that in mind for you people that hear what we do and think, fuck me, it sounds good. Then you go to plug in and you're like, oh, well, hang on a minute. It sounds like a fart in a mattress. Yeah. Um, that's what it's like. That's, that's, that's just the way it is. Um, and the other side of it is like, for instance, my streaming tone, I did a private session. Oh. With um, Ooh, like, <laughs> uh, I did a private YouTube screen with my friend Andy. If you if you're listening to this, big love, um, and just to get my tones right, and he was like, "There, that sounds amazing." My end sounds like absolute shit in my cans. Yeah, but he was just, but it's going through compression and all sorts of crap at YouTube's end. Yeah, and it's going out to you guys. So I, so what I'm listening to is not the ideal tone yeah. but what you guys are getting is like something that's that's decent yeah. so what it took for me to get that for the streaming side of it is for me to have somebody at the end of the line telling me which knobs to turn yeah. to get the ideal sound yeah. it's a good idea i learned a lot about that at college um if you're thinking about going to college to do music 100 percent do it because yeah. we used to have this like sound booth it was like a, a sound booth yeah. in the studio then there was the whole desk yeah. of computers and like I would dial in a tone. I'm like, oh fuck me, that's sick. But then my teacher guy, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, but it's not gonna sound like that out there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, fuck off. Of course it will, mate. You yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. Fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I played and I listened back. I was like, that sounds terrible. And do you know what? That stuck with me all the way through. And when I started doing this YouTube thing, I've always kept that in mind. Like I yeah. could dial in a tone now and think, fuck, that sounds good. But when I start recording, it's got to be a little bit different. You know, because the mic's going to take away something or add a bit more of something. All depends on the placement of your microphone. Yeah. And that's where the next thing that's going to come in is so important. Use earphones. They are going to give you the truest sound. Yeah. Everybody says to me, I want to start recording my guitar. What should I do? I say, get a door, get an interface obviously, to get your guitar into the fucking door and get earphones. Fuck the speakers. The speakers are going to give you something, but they're they're not going to give you the true representation, yeah? Some will, absolutely, 100%, absolutely. But for you at home, if you want, like, the truest idea of what you're getting, get a decent pair of cans, and that will save you a world of pain. And and when when, when Jazz says get a door... He means a DAW, a digital audio um, workstation. Yeah, workstation. Uh, not yeah. an actual door. I don't want you. I don't <laughs> want you guys thinking right. Got a computer. I got some headphones. Right now, I need to go to the hardware store. I need a. Door. Where's the door come into yeah. it? Yeah, so you just sat there with your guitar. You put your headphones on. You got a door next to you. It's like this guy's full of shit, man. Uh, but no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work that goes into it. You know, it's yeah, massively. You know, uh, 
what you hear in the room versus what's recorded it's always different you got to be mindful of that with your settings you've got to know mm. what i usually do before i do anything is i'll record a little bit listen back yeah. and then i'm thinking right okay i need to take a little bit more of this out i need to add a bit more of this and that's the best way to do it really yeah. um it's quite time consuming but fuck me it's fun it's worth it right yeah, it is am i right or am i right cool question though i like that dig that so moving on next question uh is from me and this comes from dispossession underscore 666 this guy <clears throat> this is the guy that done the the fan art for me and you for loud and proud oh that guy yeah um, i spoke to him so you've not seen this but i'll put it up now on the screen this guy done this cool fan art for loud and proud which is awesome yeah. um mate it's fucking so cool if you see on my yeah. videos that little cartoon me that pops up um he done that also uh this guy's just fucking yeah he's fucking talented man it's real cool Very. right so he Very. asked this is a good one are you ready if you can create a four slash five piece super group, who would it, who would you have, dead or alive? <laughs> oh, go on, Matt. All right, so shit. So you're gonna need you're gonna need a lead player, rhythm player, bassist, drummer, drummer, uh, vocalist. If he, unless he's doing the 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 rhythm as well. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Okay. Right, on bass, I would put uh, Jason Newstead. God damn, yeah. Because I love that guy, you know? I love him so much. Uh, on drums, I would have Vinnie Paul. Oh, yes. Rest in peace, brother. Um, rhythm guitar. No, lead guitar, I would have... I'd stick Dimebag in there. Yeah. Uh, rhythm... Hmm. So I got well, I got Newstead, Vinny, Dime, Dime, and I'm thinking leaving Dime on his own because you know Dime can handle himself, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Newstead's got a huge bass sound, yeah, so it kind of it fills is. that yeah, in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Dime on guitar, rhythm and lead. Rest in peace, Dime. Um. And vocals. Shit. This is a tough one. On vocals, I would probably put. Oh, mate. Um... Do you know who I'd put? Actually, this is going to be a bit of a curveball. Uh, have you heard? Um... Have you heard of a band called Sweet Savage? No. So Sweet Savage, are, I think one of the bands that Metallica listened to when they were growing up, right? If you okay. go, if you but you jazz and you listening or watching. Go away, listen to Sweet Savage, okay? Yeah. Then you hear how Metallica are Metallica. Oh, okay. All right. I may have heard them. I just, you you um, know the cover yeah. that Metallica done of Killing Time? Oh, it's yeah. It's a Sweet Savage yeah. song. I was listening to one yeah. of Sweet Savage's albums yesterday, and you listen to it, and you're like, wow, that's where Metallica got it from, you know? Uh, it's really cool. Mm. So the vocalist from Sweet Savage, I would put on vocals. Because okay. he's raw, it's he just sounds good. So, Newstead on bass, Vinny on drums. Because me and my brother, Vinny and Dime, me and my brother have always been proper gay for those two. <laughs> Dime on lead and rhythm and backup vocals. Because Dime's backups were also fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah. And the singer from Sweet Savage on vocals. I don't know what his name is. We're gonna call him Terence for the purpose of this video. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, wait. Let me find. Let me find his name. Uh, sweet Savage Singer. We're gonna call him Tarquin. If he, <laughs> Shoniqua. Right. Um, 
Oh, so they began with the lineup: Triff Fleming, Vince Campbell, blah blah. David, uh, wait, wait, what? Vivid Fleming on guitars, bass. Let's just go with Terence for the time being. Let's just go. But with if you've it, not yeah. heard of Sweet Savage, go listen to them, and you're going to hear your Metallica boys because Metallica listened to Sweet Savage. Yeah. Um, and you can really hear the structures of the song. Like we uh, we listened to like me and my girlfriend listened to like a whole album, and we already pinned like six seven Metallica songs on that album, yeah. which is really cool. So check out Sweet Savage, but him on vocals, and uh, I think that would sound pretty badass. Cool. What about you, Jazz? You got it. You got it. What what kind of band are we making? I've sat here this entire time, and I've been thinking to myself, and this is really difficult because there's so many musicians that I like and admire. Um, so I guess we'll make an heavy metal band. Okay. Doesn't have to be a heavy metal band. Any kind of band you want. No, 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 no. It's going to be heavy. Metal. Oh, it's going to be heavy. Yeah, it's going to be heavy. That's how we like the to do it. heaviest band <laughs> of all time. That's how we like to do it on the Loud and Proud <laughs> podcast. Heavy. Yeah. Bold yet provocative, supple yet sassy, with a little tint <laughs> of, of arrogance, because that's what you need in this business. Let's drink to that. Roll that back. Roll that back. I want that on a t-shirt. What was that? <laughs> All of that. Oh, uh, uh, that's how we like to do it on Loud and Proud. Uh, bold yet provocative, supple yet sassy. Uh, supple yet sassy. With a little tint of arrogance. Bit of arrogance. <laughs> you know what? I want that on a, like a beer description. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, oh, bold yet yeah. sassy. With a little hint of arrogance. Also coming soon, Matt the Riffmaster beer. Just put that out there. Go. Jazz. What? Go. Oh, that's a conversation for another time. Um, okay. Oh yeah, boy. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, muscly arms. Find us. You'll you'll never find us again. We're just gonna be tanked in a field somewhere. Right. Bumming each uh, other. Uh, <laughs> dry. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Working on that game proud podcast of life, you know. For those of you that haven't listened to episode three yet, go listen three, to it. Go and listen to um, it. Listen to it on Spotify. You get the whole raw, uncut, bareback beautifulness that that happened. Um, so go listen. So yeah, Jazz, super group. What are you going for, my friend? Uh, my guitar player is going to be Mr. Zach Wild because before, even before I heard Black Label Society, yeah, even before I heard, well, never mind about Ozzy Osbourne. Ever, ever since before I heard Zach Wild's guitar playing, when I was growing up, a guitar sounded. Or how a guitar should sound was a certain way to me and my ears. And then when I found that guy, it was like he was doing it. And I was like, that, that's what the electric, even though I was listening to Metallica, Bob my Valentine, all those guys way before Black Label, when I heard his playing, I was like, that is how guitar solos and, and, and just guitar should sound. So my guitar player is going to be Zach Wilde. My drummer is, of course, going to be Mr. Joey Jordison. Oh, oh Zach Wilde and Joey Jordison. That, I, that, that's quite sassy. I like yeah. that. Because uh, Joey was, God bless him, was not a one-trick pony. He could oh, do it yeah. all. Uh, my, uh, Wait, is Zach uh, Wilde on rhythm and lead? Uh, no, Zach Wilde. Uh, can I have... See, I hate this. Can we not just have like a Slipknot situation where it's like they trade off of each other? the question is... (laughs) (laughs) Look, the question is four to five piece. Let's stay true to this dude, all right? Okay, absolutely. So I've got five peoples. Okay, 
So brilliant. So I've got Joey and I've got Zach. Okay. I'm going to have my second guitar player is Mr. Jim Root. Oh, there's a lot of beard in that band. I like it. He has a lot of beard in that band. Okay. And I've, I've, because I, Jim is just like one of my favorite guitar players. Yeah, ever. yeah. Um, on bass, uh, you took Mr. Newstead, and I'm going to say Mr. Newstead as well. Okay. He, uh, like, I'd, I'd go Cliff, because, God damn it, it's Cliff. Maybe, um, I, I want to say Jason because he is one of my favorite bass players. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, okay. But it would either be him or Mr. Geezer Butler. I was just going to say Geezer would probably fit in there good. So I'm going to scrap Jason because you've already done him. I'm going to take Geezer Butler. Okay. okay. And then on vocals. Huh. Uh, Lady Gaga. I'm going to have Devin Townsend. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's a little bit of a... Uh, whoa. Like that, that, that whole lineup confuses Something that me. Something would never happen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It confuses me, yet it excites me somewhat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know that even though those two guitar players are ready, Dev's going to play guitar, so yeah. you just know it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Devin Townsend's I, vocals are awesome, though. I definitely Dev rate that. is yeah. one of my favorite. I think... I think even because you know when we say, "Oh, if we meet, if I met my idol, I'd fucking cry, mate." If Dev liked one of my tweets, I would cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. I get that. I rate that. So yeah. So that would be my band, and they would be called Velvet Hammer. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, fuck the names, but yeah, that'll be my band. Okay, uh, coming soon to a town near you. Mm. Let's let's start emailing all their agents, see what we can get together. <laughs> They're like, who the who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> right. So there we go. Yeah, super group. That's always a good one to have fun with. Uh, Disposition six 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 guy, you're awesome, man. Thanks again for the fan art. It's absolutely beautiful, and um. Mm. Thanks for your question, man. You're a beautiful human being. Love you lots and love you hard. It's not the beer talking, I promise. Uh, <laughs> right, Jazz is going to come at you with one more question before we wrap this bad boy up. Let's do it, Jazz. This question came from my other half and she made me write it down. Okay. Because it's not on Instagram to show on the screen. All right. And it says, when are you two going to run away and leave me in peace? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I could click my fingers. You know what? She doesn't realize how on the rope she is. <laughs> you know what, sweetheart? If you want it, you got it. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's just a little insight into Jazz's relationship there. My, um, my personal life, yeah. Um, it ain't all riffs and chug. No, yeah. It's, uh, that's actually a very good question. Um well, uh, actually, I mean, I mean, it's it's only um, it's only a matter of time, really. Mm. Uh, we're just finalising the details. Um, I think what is it? We got a, a bank in in Mexico that we're gonna rob. Yeah. And then once we've done that, we'll we'll, we'll be out of your hair. Don't worry, we'll be out of your hair soon. Yeah. And but uh, we're getting out of Mexico. Obviously, we're not gonna stay there. Yeah, we're, we're just taking yeah, the yeah, we're not gonna rob a bank in running, Mexico and then go and live then it. stay there. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, we're not gonna live in El Paso. We're gonna 
Yeah, I tell her. Yeah, no, probably we'll, we'll just get the money and then I mean we'll do a bit of traveling, um, mm. put it into creating our super groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're gonna pay. We're gonna pay Devon Townsend, yep. Jim Root, Geezer Butler. Yeah. <laughs> gonna bring Geezer out of retirement. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Rest assured. Who, like, uh, look, okay, I, I get where she's coming from. She can. She can. She feels threatened by me. I get that, mate. Yeah, get she's that, jealous. Right? I get that. <laughs> but you got to understand. I'm talking to you now. Okay, I'm talking to Jazz's other half right now. You just listen to my voice. Yeah. Let me bring you a bit close. Listen to my voice. This man has done things for me that no one in my life has ever done. Mm. He's brought me joy. Mm. He's brought me those special tingly moments when I'm watching him play guitar. I understand you get to see that all the time, but it's different for me. I can tell he's thinking about me when he's playing these videos and he's looking at the camera. He's just like, oh, yeah, Matt, you know. When he's laying in bed, he's like, oh, I just wish I could grab that beard right now. <laughs> I didn't want it to happen, but sometimes these things happen. Yeah. No, no, there's no hate. There's no. Don't want to end this on a bad term, but I love your mm. boyfriend <laughs> so hard right now that it's making me splooge in my pants. Yeah. If Matt's ever in the need for a pinch harmonic, <laughs> I'm more than happy to require that extra bit of thumb that it needs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that we know it can be quite hard to achieve a pinch harmonic you know you put a lot of time and effort if you communicate and you (laughs) sometimes yeah sometimes you just need somebody else's thumb to just reach around there you know and hit that spot you know (laughs) you know you know you know when you're like oh 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 but then that your thumb hits that right bit and you're like oh there we go That's, that's what jazz brings me so to answer your question um yeah, it won't be long. We're working on it. Yeah, we'll like, be long. I mean, we'll be out of your hair. We can still do visitations, you know. Mm. Uh, supervised, obviously. I don't know if you're violent or not, but, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're more than willing to have the kettle on, sit down and, you know, catch up on daily things yeah. like, I don't know, what happens in the day and stuff. Um, but I just love, I love yeah. you, Jazz. I love you. Uh, I love you too. I love you so there much. Let's let I tell you what. Let's just stop the camera. Yeah, let's fuck it. Let's, I'm driving down now. I don't care if I've had like two fucking beers. I'm coming. Oh, you will be, boy. Um, but yeah, no, like yeah, yeah, jazz. If I was to ever fall in love with a man, it would be me. There you go. Cool. That was a cracker. I really enjoyed what? that question. I had a great time, and you know what? We should do this again. We should. We didn't get to everyone's questions. I've still got a few left. Um, if we didn't read your question out, we'll keep them and we will put them in another one. If you want some questions answered, either about gear, music, life, anything you want to ask us, put it in the comments below and we can use those in a future episode. It's been fun. I like the, these guys' yeah, questions are massively. awesome. Very cool. Having a great time. That's episode. And it's and it saved us come up having to come up with content for you yeah, guys. So, so jobs are good. Yeah, jobs jobs are fish, as my mate would say. <laughs> jobs are fish. But yeah, episode cool. four, man. Shit. I will there say, guys, please. Give us a thumbs up. Yeah. A lot goes please. into these videos. Show us some love. For those of you <coughs> listening on Spotify, huge thank you. You've thank been getting you. the yeah. raw uncut version, which is always fun yeah. to listen to. 
Um, but yeah, if you're not listening on Spotify, head over now. Go follow us on Spotify. The link will be below. Go subscribe to Jazz's YouTube channel. His handle is below his picture. Uh, he's a beautiful man. He can play like a motherfucker. And uh, give us some feedback. What What are you guys thinking about this this uh, this podcast series? I mean, I'm having a fucking great yeah. time. I'm having a great time. This is the highlight of the week 100%. for me. Like, I would say, like, what, like, what do you want to hear us talk about? You know, it might not necessarily be. Yeah. Questions. Obviously, we we get together beforehand and obviously come up with with stuff. It's not like we just sign on. It's like, uh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> we we chat about you know like what's been going on, what's current, what's interesting. Yeah. Um, and there were a few topics that I had this week, even, you know, that we'll maybe save to the next one because we're doing the questions one this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let us know what you want to hear us talk about, you know, and we'll gladly, you know, you know me, <laughs> talk and talk and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if there's something you, you want to, you know, you want to talk about, uh, be featured in one of the, the next episodes and we'll use your, yeah. your subject, your topic, and we'll put your, your totally. name up somewhere on the screen and. Have a good time. But that's episode four. Like Jazz said, for me, it's the highlight of the week too. You know, come Friday, it's like shit, get the beers in, talk music, all that cool stuff. And uh, hit the thumbs up button because a lot of work goes into it, a lot of editing. So show it some love. Go follow on Spotify. Come over from Spotify and follow on YouTube. And Jazz, any any final words for, for for the sexy people? Yeah, for all the both my Valentine fans, come and see me butcher gallopy riffs and Kirk my way through solos on this Saturday, four PM UK time. Do the uh, the math on uh, on what time zone you're in. I think it lands in the states in around eleven AM. Um, so come and hang out and uh, and yeah, the live show's coming. You want live music? I'm gonna attempt <laughs> to give some to you. You can you can um, PayPal but- me the ticket prices, thirty five pound per ticket. So uh, <laughs> PayPal will be on yeah. the screen now. <laughs> There we go, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be yeah, there, so, man. I'll be there, 100%. Cool, thanks, man. But yeah, other than that, yeah, uh, YouTube channels and all that stuff. My uh, For anybody of you who caught like my ambient guitar stuff, that's on Spotify as well. If you go on uh, on, on YouTube, and um, not YouTube, uh, uh, Spotify, and type in Nihilist92, no space, just Nihilist92, um, you'll get like my ambient stuff. So if you're, if you're struggling, <laughs> sleeping yeah go go it's 50 minutes long i guarantee in the first five seconds you'll be uh you'll be out so uh colder than if somebody hit you with a baseball bat right <laughs> so so yeah so that's on there as well while we're doing plugging and stuff like that yeah. yeah anything else you want to add matt um i don't think so just uh just a huge thank you to my subscribers thirty thousand which is really cool. Yeah, uh, now it's time to just keep going, keep plowing, keep growing. And um, fuck YouTube in its dirty little dirt box. I ain't yeah. even going to spit on it. Cool. <laughs> fucking ram it in there. Um, that's for taking my, my Guns N' Roses reaction down, motherfuckers. Yeah, fuck you, yeah. Axel Rose. We know yeah, it was you. Yeah, you ginger prick. Don't look at my beard right now. Look away. <laughs> Um, guys thank you so much for tuning in episode four jazz thank you for just being sexy and awesome and uh let's do this in in the most professional best way that we've done it you know since we started let's do it raise your beverage and again like we said in episode three if you're driving (laughs) don't (laughs) 
if you get if you're driving and you or get pulled in, over, or in work yeah if you're drinking at work good on you yeah hats off um yeah listen to us at work i listened to our podcast at work the other day mm. you know yeah and i was just like just getting all like down with it you know but yeah raise your beers ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages <laughs> uh let's chug it cheers to you cheers jazz cheers <clears throat> rock out guys be awesome keep it loud and proud and we will see you in the next episode see ya see ya ha 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 tits